So I know that we live in this world of social media and having all the followers and connections, you know, is a vanity metrics and it doesn't really mean anything. And I want you to know that those numbers, again, they don't mean anything. I would rather for you to build core relationship with three to five people than to have 300 or 500 people who you can't reach out to. So this is just like, you know, building real, true, authentic relationships in your real life. And so with that being said, if you have a target, if you are targeting a particular role, then you should be connecting with individuals and having conversations with those individuals who are in that said target market or demographic. Welcome to the Career School Podcast. I am your host, Ebony Joyce. I help corporate professionals find and secure successful careers in record-breaking time using my proven framework. I'm on a mission to not only reduce burnout and overwhelm in the career search, but also in life. This is a school where you don't want to miss not one class. So be prepared to be schooled. Class is now in session. So um, last week I mentioned um, about networking. I talked and I think the last couple of episodes have really been about um, not so much as networking as it really is about relationships. And so um, what I mentioned was that I was going to talk and break down a little bit more about networking and coffee chats and informational interviews. Now, I do interchange coffee chats and informational interviews, and you can feel free to do the same. So if you hear me go back and forth between the two of those, they're the same thing. Okay. And the reason I wanted to have this conversation is because um, I mentioned again in last episode that I went to an event and I'm always going to events. And a lot of times um, what those events um, will bring after the fact is more conversations or in-depth conversations with some individuals I may have met there and some maybe I didn't have the opportunity to meet there, but we did connect online. And so um, sometimes you can attend an event and maybe they have um, a list of the individuals who are going to be there. And you can be proactive in saying, this is someone who I want to meet during my time at said event. And sometimes because of the event, that doesn't um, have the opportunity to, to happen, but you can still reach out to those individuals, send them a note, send them an email, what have you, and say, hey, I didn't get a chance to connect with you. Or maybe you heard something that they said and you want to have a conversation with them further. So um, this has been happening with me from events that I've recently gone to. People have reached out to me. I've reached out to other people. And so from these great conversations that I've been having, I wanted to share this real time with my audience. So I know when you hear the word um, informational interviews, some of you, your heart may stop, your palms get sweaty because you're like, oh my God, another interview. But this is very informal. And I want to be careful with using the word informal, excuse me, because that does not mean that you're not prepared, that you go into it um, not ready. 
So there are those, that's the caveat there, right? So keep in mind that we, we're still using these to, um, I'm gonna talk about three different kinds of informational interviews. Two of them are more so around the career space, career development, and the other one is really just around more of extending or expanding your network. A lot of times we will use, we can use information or interviews as we're going to be transitioning into um, another field. And so we want to be able to learn more about the, the said current role. Um, so let me get into it. There, there are, I'm looking at my notes here, sorry. Um, there are three types of informational interviews that we're going to discuss today. Again, because they are informational interviews, they're not your standard interview for a job. That does not mean that you shouldn't go prepared, that you shouldn't have questions ready, that you shouldn't be bring your best self. Um, so understand the purpose of the um, informational interviews or the, the, the coffee chat. You should have a target. You should really know what you're going into and you're going to be asking for. Um, and maybe there's not like a hard ask, but you understand the purpose and the why behind having these conversations. So when I mention target, I always like to tell people that um, it's great if you can target. I always recommend that you can you target and you niche down when you're networking. So I know that we live in this world of social media and having all the followers and connections, you know, is a vanity metrics and it doesn't really mean anything. And I want you to know that those numbers, again, they don't mean anything. I would rather for you to build core relationship with three to five people than to have 300 or 500 people who you can't reach out to. So this is just like, you know, building real, true, authentic relationships in your real life. And so with that being said, if you have a target, if you are targeting a particular role, then you should be connecting with individuals and having conversations with those individuals who are in that said target market or demographic. So for example, if you are looking to target a role in HR, then connecting with individuals in education may not be the right fit for this particular um, time. Not to say that you can't ever um, expand your network. Okay. All right. So let's get into the three types of informational interviews that I have that either I'm doing now or my clients are doing or have done. So the first one is what I call a cold informational interview. This isn't as much uh, about job and career related. Um, this may be kind of like what I mentioned before, where someone may have read an article that you've written, seen you at an event and heard you speak, and they reach out to you um, from that event. Now, something about what you said may have resonated with them and they want to have a deeper conversation with you. This to me is a lot like going on a, a first date. Something about the person you find to be attractive or appealing, um, but you don't know if the conversation or the relationship, coffee chat or this interview. Um, so this is really a chance and an opportunity for you just to deep dive, get to know a little bit more about each other and really decide and determine if the conversation or if the relationship is going to go further. 
Okay. In having these conversations, um, coffee chats, informational interviews are really taking about 15 on the, the low end, 30 minutes on the high end. So anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes, um, it really doesn't take, you know, a lot of time for you to decide if this is a relationship that you want to pursue even further. And then from having that particular initial conversation, you all can decide if it is worth the value for either of you to want to um, do uh, a cadence for check-ins and follow-ups, et cetera, right? So let me know, have you ever had a cold informational interview where you went to an event, you've reached out to the person and said to them, hey, what you said today really resonated with me. I would love to get on the phone and have a conversation with you further. Um, like I mentioned, this is something that I have a few, um, I shouldn't probably call them cold. I should probably call them warm, but I have a few cold information or interviews set up um, this week and later next week with some folks that heard me speak and we're going to have conversations uh, later um, over the next, the course of a couple of weeks. And while some of them may have reached out to me, I am so excited that they did because I also have questions for them. So when the great thing I love about high performing, achieving corporate professionals is that you all, we come ready. I've got a few of these informational interviews. They are scheduled via Zoom. You can do these via via email or phone or Zoom. I'm always like, let's do them or in person. Um, and because of uh, ge geographical location, we can't do these in person yet, but we will be meeting in person again. Um, we're going to have a Zoom. And in the invites, every person who has reached out to me provided a set of questions that they are going to ask me. And so that allows me to be prepared. And it also prompted me, which your girl is going to do anyway, right? But it prompted me to be like, let me make sure I have my questions in, in order and in check also. So I really enjoy that. I really respect that. I, I think it is a great way to show that we respect each other's time. Um, we value each other's opinions and having such um, great conversations. So it really does set the stage for what to expect. And I think it sets the stage for who you are in community with. When an individual can send you a meeting and they have the questions already listed for, for you, that says a lot about the person. They're not just getting on this call and coming to you and saying, um, tell me all the information that you have and let me just you know, suck in all of what your knowledge. They are really coming with thought provoking questions that really can provide insight and can lead to deeper conversations. So that was number one. Number two is for informational interviews where you want to learn about a different industry. This is for my corporate professionals who are seeking, for example, to go from education to instructional design, as an example, right? So you are looking to, you're looking for perspective in these particular conversations that are going to give you um, insight 
into a new world. They're going to expose you to um, a new area, a new industry. And having these conversations can be very important because you don't know what you don't know. Um, you're going to meet with individuals who are going to allow for you to really understand where you need to close the gap in making such a transition. Um, this person may be an expert. Maybe they, um, as you were to transition, maybe this would be like a colleague. Um, so you're on the same lateral um, level, right? So this person is going to be able to give you some insight on how they, maybe they grew their career. Maybe they also had a career transition. Maybe they are an expert in the industry. They've been there for a while, but they can really provide you with some insight and give you great feedback and tool as to how to make that transition. And along with, um, again, you're back making a transition. So you're like, I don't have any, and I use air quote, relative experience, this person may be able to actually tell you how you have relative experience and what the industry is looking for. A lot of times, especially if you are in your, your individual contributor, we always think about having to go more Obtain more, get more education, get more certifications. But as you're starting to move up the corporate ladder, it is less about your functional skills and more about your leadership skills. And so this is the opportunity for someone to really look inside, take a, a lens and look inside of what you've done and say, this is how we can train. You can transition into this field, how you don't need to go back to school, how you don't need another certification or a certificate, but you bring a very niche experience that the industry or where the particular company is missing and lacking and how you can be a great value and asset to the organization or to the industry as a whole. So I hope that makes sense. Let me know again. So number two, drop a two. Let me know, have you ever um, been in a situation where you've done informational interviews because you were looking to transition a career? And if you haven't, why have you not? And do you plan to do that? So maybe you didn't know that you can do informational interviews if you're not in the industry because you're like, hey, I don't have any value to really add to the conversation that I'm going to have with said person. That's not true. Okay. Now, this is also, again, an opportunity for you to, um, this is an opportunity for you to shine. This is an opportunity for you to show why, even though you may not have um, what you consider relative experience, you have experience and how you can really um, transition your experience into another industry. After you do the informational interviews, when you're making a um, transition, I always say to do a SWOT analysis. Now, a lot of you are corporate professionals who are listening to this. So doing a SWOT analysis is something that a lot of us have done. But if you are not familiar with the SWOT analysis, um, let me just give you briefly what it is. It really, it, it's, it's the strengths, your weaknesses, opportunities and threats, SWAT. So you should be able to, from this conversation, go back and do a SWOT analysis. Where are your strengths in moving to said industry? Where are some of your weaknesses? Where do you have some opportunities, even though you are going to be new and transitioning to this field? And where are there some threats, right? So 
Once you've done that, now you can move into the next level of you know your career search or your career transition. Okay. All right. So number three is all around career development for me. This is this encompasses two pieces for me. This is for the person who knows exactly what they want to do and for the person who's a little unsure of what they want to do. So I'm going to start with the person who knows exactly what they want to do. So I've had a previous client who was a senior HR manager and knew that she wanted to move into a CHRO, which is a chief um, human resource officer position within the next three to five years. Um, but up until that point, she had been in a managerial role. She was a people leader. She's been in a senior level role. And she was looking to make her leap into a director level role. She knew where she wanted to go for the long term um, in her career. And this is a topic we will discuss at another time. But so what we started to do was really, I don't just work with my clients on the the role that they're looking for now. We go we go as a, at least a level deeper and saying what is what is it that you want to do next? And for her it was becoming a CHRO. So she started to schedule and set up coffee chats and informational interviews with CHROs in industries and organizations that she was interested in. And it led to some great opportunities for her to network with other individuals. Um, one of the individuals reached out to her network of of other chief um, HR executives and was able to connect her with even more people in the industry. Again, this is a person when you're doing your career development, you know exactly where you want to go. You know exactly what you want to do, but there may be some gaps again that you need to close before you can get there. And so having a conversation with someone who is already there allows for you to use and specifically for my client, to be able to use that three to five years to close that gap. Okay. So again, career development for the person who knows exactly what they want to do, but how do they want to get there? They're going to use that informational interviews as a career development tool. On the other, on the other side of that token, on the other side of that coin, right? We have the individual who doesn't know exactly what they want to do. Maybe you're considering a few different things and I'm going to just stick with my HR um, folks here. And I do work with more than just HR folks, but I'm just going to stay here. So say, for example, you are a recruiter and you want to get into um, leadership. So maybe you want to get into um, talent acquisition. You want to get into diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, you want to get into um, being a CHRO at some point. And so because you're like, I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I do have an idea. And I think sometimes we go into conversations and we think, I don't have a clue as to what I want to do. But you just laid out three things that you want to do. And so going into conversations, you don't have to just pick one person 
have those conversations with. You can have a conversation with the person who is in talent acquisition, the HR professional who is in diversity, equity, and inclusion, the HR professional who is in an executive role. So you get to see the landscape of all of those. And what that will do and can help you do is decide to say, I now see a clearer career path. I'm going to start my career, especially if you are newer in your career still, or you've been in the same role for um, a number of years and now you're trying to transition, you now can start to see a, a clear career path. You're like, I'm going to move into talent acquisition and I'm going to do diversity and equity and inclusion in that space, right? Like you could do both at the same time, or maybe you're going to do the DNI space um, specifically, you're going to just take that that path, or you can meet with this person, and they can really advise you of how they started their journey towards in HR and what led them to being in an executive role. So there are so many, and there are so many steps in between there. But this person is the person who, again, you are not sure exactly what you want to do, and this is going to give you the the clarity. And some of the vision to create a career roadmap for you. Um, but I want to say that, again, it is important that when you come to any of these um, conversations that you come prepared. I cannot stress that enough. Just because you're like, I'm, in, I'm going into an informational interview and I'm not really sure what I want to do does not mean that you come with no questions, no conversation. Like you really still want to bring some conversations and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And this is what my thoughts about getting to the next level and the next steps were. What are your thoughts? Can you provide some insights? Like allow there to be that deep level of conversation that can take place. Okay. All right. So as I wrap up with those three, I just want you to remember that these are not interviews. <laughs> this is not for a job, rather in a way to explore a giving opportunity, um, give you firsthand experience, I'm sorry, firsthand knowledge, right? Like you're getting information from someone, especially the last two, right? You're getting information from someone who is in the industry, who may be an industry expert. Um, this allows you the opportunity to, to reach out and take the time to build your, build relationships. I'm not going to say network, but allows you to build relationships. Um, so when you do this, I just want to make sure, again, I'm just going to do a, a quick recap. These can be done in person. You can do them via Zoom or over the phone. I'm always saying, let's do these um, via Zoom or, you know, let me just say that, video or in person. Um, you're not going to schedule these conversations for longer than 30 minutes. You may want to do a follow-up. You may want to do some check-ins. The fortune is in the follow-up. Don't go into these conversations and just have a one conversation and it be one and done. Really use this opportunity to figure out how you can support the other person. I'm pretty sure that they may want to. I mean, in a lot of cases, they want to support you as well. So provide them with that follow-up. Keep them in the loop as you're making some of these changes. Even if like the first one isn't going to be about careers, but if I'm a part of an event, right, I may reach out to that person and say, hey, I know that you're an expert 
in said space um, and they're looking for a, a speaker, would you be willing to be a speaker? Because once I know about the people who I'm building relationships with and who I'm in community with, when there are opportunities for them to show up and, and pay cases where I can be an advocate for them, I'm definitely going to let people know, hey, they're top of my mind now. I didn't even know you. And now when I, I hear about some keywords or buzzwords and things that they're doing, I can now say, hey, this is an opportunity for you. Um, so the same thing, while this these conversations, all three of them may not lead to a direct job on the first conversation, like you're going on the first date doesn't lead to marriage, right? Um, so the first conversation may not lead to a job. Now that you're having checkpoints and now that you've met, you can become a person who's at the top of the mind when they think about where your expertise lies. So when people think about me, like my background is in supply chain and specifically in procurement. And like, I love to tell people that I love contract management. I love negotiations, right? And so when someone has a conversation about whether it be negotiating with suppliers, um, people are like, hey, you know what? You're an expert at this. Can you speak to our class? Because I do, I am an adjunct instructor. Can you speak to our class about negotiating with contracts? Or can you speak to our class about negotiating on salaries? Um, I love supplier diversity has been something that has been a part of my career since I started my supply chain career in 2006. And so I've been on panels where I speak about supplier diversity, not because I've reached out to individuals, but because people have who know me put my name in rooms that I'm not in. And so really having these conversations, coffee chats and interviews allows for people to put your names in rooms that you may not be in. So don't look at this as a one and done. Look at the look at it as you're building relationships for the longevity of your business and your career and your future endeavors. Okay, so we're going to wrap up with that. I would love for you to share this with your colleagues, your friends on social. So if you know someone who's like, hey, you need to start doing some of these things as you're starting to grow your career, share this with them. And I'm going to ask for a favor. If you have not done so yet, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and or a review. I would love to read some of those on some of the upcoming podcasts. All right. With that, I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening. Like what you heard so far and want to take this work deeper than the podcast and work with me privately one-on-one, then book a free sales call by clicking the link in the show notes below. Or you can visit www.nextlevelcareer.com dot co backslash coaching. If you've enjoyed your listening experience, share this episode, then leave a rating and a review. Until next time.